Warning. This is not your normal podcast. Its purpose is to provide thought-provoking dialogue with a slighted perspective. Here we encourage influential conversations. Give us a listen, like and share. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to CEO and the Doctor. What's up, good people? Well, how you doing? Friday night, uh, June first. Yeah, it's first. <laughs> June twenty first, episode twenty. See on the Doctor season two. We'd like to welcome you to the show. This is our favorite time of the week. Uh, kick off to your weekend, so we're gonna have some fun tonight. Uh, what's well, my going brother, on? How you what's doing, good man? With you? Uh, life's good. It's just hot as hell. Uh, summer is upon all of us. Uh, yeah, just. Yes, yes, indeed. It's the yeah, official, official first day. day these, these are the days when I really don't want to yeah. do anything, man. I try not to even leave the house. I don't have to. It's so damn yeah. hot outside. Hey, that, that's for sure. That's for damn sure, man. Today was uh, so it was ninety four, <laughs> but it felt like one hundred three. I think we were somewhere in the fifties or sixty percent humidity. Um, so you know, at work today, uh, we had a lieutenant yeah. get promoted to captain. So outside army by trade. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he want well no, it was indoors, but he wanted to have a promotion run as he called it. So we went out and ran three hold and on, a half on. miles. This is for him. Um yeah, three this and a half miles. It like this is for him. It's like ten AM. This is for him. Yeah. I ain't even there. <laughs> it's like right. ten AM. It's, it's hundred and three right now here Bro, in Arizona. It was, yeah, it took me it was a forty minute little truck for me. Um, it's a good run, but yeah, that was that, all was, that runners, was crazy. All man. you runners, I don't know if I hydrated heat. enough. This is for you. Ah <laughs> oh, man, so uh, tell me something about your week. Any nothing, anything interesting? Nothing. This week? It's been quiet actually. Uh, just just around here, you know, doing some writing. Um, added some more pages to uh, yeah. to a couple of the books that I'm writing. So um, yeah. Oh oh, my bad. Um, after our last show, Saturday night. Uh, did a uh, a fundraiser okay. for uh, the ALS Association called Bite Night. It's something that the uh, association does every year uh, here in Arizona. One's in Phoenix. Tucson was week before last, and uh, we raised over four hundred thousand uh, dollars to uh, to help fight uh, ALS, uh, to help with research and help with families who need um, you know assistance and you know other programs that the ALS Association uh, provides for the folks here in Arizona that suffer from. Uh, the families that suffer from ALS. So, you know, it was a really, really good weekend. That's dope, man. Uh, really good stuff. Uh, you know, with st- show just starting. So the, even the doc said himself, like, uh, we on time tonight. I think we was only two minutes behind. So, yeah, we yeah. must really be excited about this week. <laughs> but uh, 
while we're in this early portion. If you're tuning in, don't forget to give us a listen, like, and share. Uh, please share this. Uh, let your friends, family know about this podcast. Yeah. We appreciate the support. Um, and for me this week, man, honestly, you know, it was a pretty basic week. Nothing too crazy. Um, had a interview for this new superintendent right. spot at work yeah. that I really don't want. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, so honestly, man, just finding the yeah. topics, researching the topics, uh, did some edits on my book. So I'm working with my sister. She's helping me edit. So we got another appointment, um, this weekend. So we're trying to, yeah. you know, take small chunks, get it, get it right. And then I'm gonna get with the actual publisher. Shout out to DH Bonner publishing. Um, she's the one that yeah. published, uh, Marcus, Marcus's it's, book. It's a, it's a good and, read. Uh, it's a really good read. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm yeah. only through a few chapters thus far just because how busy I've been this week, man. But uh some definitely eye opening uh yeah. topics. Oh, yeah. His his chapters, his chapter titles eye opening and it kinda you know, you can relate to where you were in your life yeah. or where you may currently be as a man, you know, um uh, sifting through those things. So uh shout out to his book, Unapologetically uh, Masculine. Um so uh if you haven't got it, check it out on Amazon. It's like twelve ninety nine. Uh, great book and that's my guy Marcus Simmons his wife is actually they mm -hmm. wrote them at the same time right. they just couldn't release them at the same time so her book okay. is coming out soon too so man shout out to to to, to Marcus and his wife man Chantel they, they're doing some amazing stuff and uh you know that's yeah. what I'm gonna talk yeah. about later in the show Definitely. you know supporting your people uh, um, it, it's kind of um, ironic yeah, man, so it's kind of ironic that's, that's, you know, just that given uh, some of the subject matter we're gonna talk about today like opportunities versus hard work uh, you know, you had that interview for the superintendent position, uh, some, you know, with, with your job and, um, you know, supporting, uh, your people. Uh, it, it's, yes, when we discuss it all the time. It is important that, that we take that time out, um, to support and encourage and motivate, uh, the people that mean the most to us, people that mean the world to us, you know, um, it's not always easy to step outside yourself. You know, anytime that you're writing something like, you know, you're writing a book or um, you're doing poetry or you're singing or whatever. All right. You're peeling back a layer of yourself and you're exposing a little bit of yourself, man. That's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. Hell yeah. Um, and, and that, that those words of encouragement are huge in those moments, man. You know, my, my first little 16 page financial book, you know, when, when I was running across all you guys and, you know, you gave me the positive feedback um, that meant the world that kind of like hyped me up. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the right track. Let me go ahead and finish it. So look, you know, we're listeners. If you got right. that friend that's trying to do something outside of their norm, something that's, that's making them somewhat uncomfortable, um, but it's something that's going to better them and it may better other people around them, encourage them, you know, it, it's going to come back on you. It's They're going to encourage you to do the things that you want to do, those dreams that you have. So, you know, we got to do better with this one. Yeah, that's true, man. Um, so first, let me, I ain't going to say first, but we've been talking now five, six minutes. But I would be remiss if I don't say happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers because we didn't say yeah, happy didn't. Uh, early yeah. Father's Day last week. Um, and a little bit, we're going to tie that in <laughs> a little bit later in the TPD Father's Day um, and how that was a hot button subject yeah. this this past week uh on one of my uh, ig pages man but anyway we'll get to that man so let's just jump into the flash let's get the show rolling oh. uh where are we gonna start with and then we yeah. actually missed one in the pre-chat um so i'll once you once you hit these first right. two so I'll, I'll get that last one last week um, we talked about the hashtag black men don't cheat 
that uh, you know Charlemagne the God mentioned on uh, on on his radio show. Uh, given the context of of the conversation, you know, we didn't want listeners to think that you know we were first of all endorsing black men cheating or saying the black men don't cheat or black men do cheat. Look, people do what people do. Period. You know, it's not here to pass any judgments, things like that. But when we we start to hashtag black insert anything that you want it becomes the assumption becomes publicly socially that it's something that all black people own that's not always the case it's not something that we all endorse yeah and and it's not that we you know we this had nothing to do with you know how we feel about you know relationships and how you should be treating your partner because i do believe you should be in that space um where you are treating them with the utmost respect and if you have made mistakes in the past um you're you're diligently trying not to make them again you're doing doing right by you know your significant other and yourself um but then you know for me it's a whole bunch of generic prefixes out there you know black this black this uh we starting a new movement black don't do this no more or 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 black support your black and 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 what happens with that not that you don't have good intentions it just becomes kind of like overused and you know like you can't just say normal things without having to affix that title first and that's where we were coming from last week in my opinion it's like crying wolf you can't constantly cry wolf yeah, and it be the same impact as the first or the second time. All right, the more you use it, right? It's like yeah, they used that last week. They used that week before. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to hear it anymore. And you know, all week, man, throughout all of the radio waves and radio shows out there, people had just been yeah. you know having fun with it, you know, playing with it jokingly, you know, making puns, all kind of things like today. Trina was on, or either today or yesterday, Trina was on the Breakfast Club, and Charlamagne the guy wasn't there, so Envy FaceTimed him in, and, you know, he's talking about whatever, and she's like, so you telling me you got five, you got five friends in the industry that are not doing, or that are hashtag black men don't cheat, and he's like, yeah, 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 and she's like, that's BS, because I know a couple right now that we have in common, and she, he was like, you know what, okay, maybe yeah. three, so my what I'm getting at is, you're already joking this yeah. whole thing, so you're making like a like a big game, and it shouldn't be because like I was you know kind of schooled last week because I think I missed this part of it, but I was listening to Cyrus King, uh, my boy, his podcast, Who Am I podcast, and he kind of broke it down. The idea behind the the movement yeah. is great, but just titling it that. No. I'm still not, you know, in agreement with that. I really think it should be, you know, what I mean, right. like a change man doesn't cheat. Yeah. You start putting colors with everything, man. Like, there's if there's one individual out there that can relate to the negative side of that, like, oh, that's bullshit. Because I remember when this one yeah. guy that was black did yeah. this to me, then the whole thing is over. Because it's like, are you saying a change it black loses, man doesn't cheat? Because that's that's different. It, it loses impact. That's different than just saying a black man don't, you yeah, know. So that's where we were coming from last week. Yeah, we don't want to exactly. spend too much time on that, but just want to clear the airways. We want to clear the waves with that. That's what we uh, were trying to say. All right, Facebook. All right, what you got next, Facebook week? Files. That's what we named it. But uh, I sent this to you uh, during the week, man, and it's something that really just kind of bothered me when, um, you know, I, I read it. It was in my, um, my news feed. Um, so Facebook has these different... Uh, moderator sites that hires people 
they're making $28,000 a year to sit overnight, do their shifts, and go through all of Facebook's content before it reaches Facebook users. They remove child pornography, hate speech, conspiracy theories, and even murder videos on a day-in and day-out basis. Mm. At some point, this stuff starts to bother people. Okay. Um, and, and within this story, yeah. uh, this guy died at his desk, had a heart attack. Had like overworked died or the just stress stressed? Involved. There have been people that diagnosed with PTSD after watching, you know, doing this stuff. Now, this is what Facebook's, this the the, the story, I'm, I have it open right here. Uh, these employees that I'm talking about, they don't work at Facebook's campuses, uh, Facebook campus uh, in Menlo Park, California. It's got a burrito bar, treadmill workstations, meditation room, nine-acre rooftop garden deck. They work for firms like Cognizant, which is contracted by Facebook, who have these little run-of-the-mill sweatshop-like offices in Tampa, Florida, and Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, now, the conditions in which these moderators work, uh, they work all different shifts. Uh, moderators receive two 15-minute breaks, a 30-minute lunch break, and a nine-minute wellness break. Not only overworked content moderators are forced <laughs> to see images of uh, videos of graphic violence, child pornography, like I said, hate speech, conspiracy theories, and even murder all day, day in and day out. Okay. Uh, now, when this one individual died at his desk, the next day, they acted like nothing happened. Told management, don't even mention it to the rest of the employees. Don't even let them talk about it. You know, so I'm not a fan wow. of Facebook. You know, I, I, I don't have it. Uh, I know Facebook own, owns Instagram. Look, this bot, yeah, this we're man, using it we're right using now. It right now. <laughs> we're using it right now, and that's, that's not to say that you know I'm I'm gonna sit here and say don't use Facebook. I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is understand the depth of what Facebook is. Okay, I don't think that people actually take into account what it takes to put this stuff on. And the sacrifices, because this is definitely a sacrifice. All right, people are looking for jobs, and they'll they'll set up for a job like this when they have bills to pay. Now, this is still a big yeah. business. The um, owner of Facebook is a billionaire. Then, you know, I I, th I think when you peel back onions of most yeah. you know conglomerate companies, you're gonna at some point you're gonna find something yeah. like this. I mean, we all remember you know the waves that Nike went through in the '90s. Um, about what they were doing in their quote unquote sweatshops over in the Malaysian countries. Um, but this is yeah. sort of that same type of thing, but it's happening here on grassroots, you know, man. And um, it's un it's unfortunate, you know, and you never want to be that guy and be like, well, then they don't, they should just quit and get a different job. That's, because right. sometimes it's not that simple. Simplification. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. You can't just yeah, you, you, quit a job and get a job. It's, it, it doesn't work that, that way. Simple. Right. Um, some right. of these people may have kids at home. They got bills to pay. All right. I get it. I understand. But what I'm asking is to understand anybody that uses Facebook, understand that there's somebody behind the scenes that's dealing with some pretty heavy shit every day so that you can look at the bullshit yeah. that you laugh about yeah. every day on Facebook. And I've laughed about the stuff. I laugh about it when, when, when we share different things in our groups. And that's, I think that's why this bothered me as much as it did, you know, because, you know, these people are un under so much stress to provide content 
to us, to people who have Facebook, and filtering out all the, the bullshit. They're not getting they're taken, not even care of. taken care not, of. Not, I mean, not that's the bad part that they have. Not even terrible work emotionally. Not even medically. Yeah. All right, because these are no benefit jobs. Right. These are jobs without benefits. It's not like they have health benefits here. And you know what Facebook said about the guy dying? His heart attack had nothing to do with his job. And how how can you? I mean, I guess that's everybody's. Uh, I won't say that like that, but ideally, when you're trying to get like a workman's comp, or you're trying yeah. to like the family yeah. trying to get some kind of grievance or something like that, I mean that's that's what big business is going to do. They're always going to try to protect their own neck and be like, well, how can you actually say the job has something to do with it? Well, let's be realistic, man. Like a nine minute wellness. I didn't, you know, I've, I've (laughs) maybe blocked child porn today. I've maybe blocked, you Uh, know, like assassination, murder, whatever. You know, I get nine minutes. One of the moderators, because they make these people that work here, Signed non-disclosure agreements, so they've never disclosed the stuff that they see. So a couple of yes, a couple of so them, that already yeah. yeah, that already puts you in yeah, kind a of a of weird broke, state broke of mind. Non-disclosure anyway. agreements to to help this this article out. Uh, one guy, you know, he has it, it. The story, you know, says that um, he has his own pets, and he's watching these videos of these kids beating the shit out of a puppy with a bat. He he was he got yeah, upset man. and started crying, telling them this story. You know, like and and that's something that we definitely don't no. see as the end user, because you know we like everything at our fingertips. Whatever comes through and it's, it's something that needs to be shared because it has you know a good you know statement or a good uh, message behind it. We share it, or if it's just plain yeah. nonsense, you know, we share it too. But we don't understand that somebody's actually. You know, their job is to filter that and they, they're yeah. going to see a lot of stuff, you know. Um, so, again, you know, uh, this is not to I'm not trying to blast them, but I, I just look at it like this. You know, companies have always looked for ways to save money and cut corners. And unfortunately, like anything else, you know, the human element is the thing that gets misused, you know, without without the human element in any business and any company, whatever you want to say about it you're yeah. not going to be successful, you know, and that's what we learn as in the military as, as leaders. Like if you don't take care of your people, you know, who cares about the end product? Because for the time that you had the opportunity to change that person um, view on things or to help them get through yeah. tough things, you didn't do your job. All you cared about was make sure the product goes out the door. Well, the product's yeah. always going to yeah. go out the door. You know, in our, in my case, the air force is going to be well Man. after me. You know, Th- for that, years and years and years, but I only get to affect individuals a true, for a very it? short amount of time. And if I don't take that opportunity, yeah, that's that's problematic. Yeah. And I need to look myself in the mirror. So, Definitely Facebook, do a better job, job man. But until then, you are our <laughs> number our one uh, frame. <laughs> right yeah, you're our conduit right now. We need you uh, right now. So uh, we're going to continue to to use this to to reach people in a more positive way. Um, okay, man. So the other one that we forgot to talk about in the flash was I got the receipts. So you remember, um, what happened this week with the, I don't know, was it Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme somewhere? Um, some black women. Oh, 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 oh. It was in Georgia items and they ordered some seafood, Georgia. Yeah. Seafood. Okay. So it was a drive. It was a, it was a drive, drive through. 
Yeah. And um, you know how you take names or you however you want to label the customer's order. Well, these individuals labeled it black bitches yeah. silver car. Now, what's crazy about this, and I, I meant to start with this, uh, so there's this guy on IG, a little comedian, his name's Myron Jewell from Wisconsin, Will actually knows him, um, he had one of his funniest skits, he goes by cheating as Myron, is <laughs> I got the receipt <laughs> so often, more often than not, you know, when you get a receipt or whatever we rarely look at it, we rarely actually take the time to make sure they got our order right on the receipt we just look in our Pretty bag much. and we yeah. draw the hell off but these these ladies actually looked at their receipt and said what and and then seen what it said and it kind of went viral as it should because you know people are just people really do shit I think they do shit to just test the waters man I'm gonna push this as far as I can go just to see what I ha- what happens and I and I think you know I'm trying to speak for them because yeah. I think they're vile people but I really think they was like they ain't gonna look so let's just have some okay. fun with it so boom. On my computer, I type in black. Let me, let me correct car. myself because right, I got it. According to Newsweek magazine, a Mississippi restaurant employee was reportedly fired after a picture of a racist receipt from a drive through uh, service on Facebook. Facebook, man. <laughs> go figure. All right. Uh, I'm not going to mention the names of the ladies, but I placed an order at Hoodat's drive through in Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah. Hoodat. Yep. And <laughs> written atop of her receipt. Black bitches in a silver car. Black bitches in a silver car. Yeah. Wow. And Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi of all places. You know, that that's a notoriously racist state. Um, most of those southern states seem to carry some of those tendencies. I'm not labeling them all. But, you know, this doesn't, this is not something that individuals living, of, living in those states of color are not familiar with or not used to. I'm sure they've, you know, maybe received these type of things in, in different ways with their life. But this is like straight in your face, like yeah. whatever. Like this is very daring yeah, no, to just do that. Man, maybe they were having a shitty like, day and was like, I'm quitting anyway. This, so. this will cost me my job. I'm going <laughs> to have a little fun before I, I'm out of here. Yeah. People that shit crazy, is crazy, bro. man. So uh, look at your receipts, <laughs> man. Make sure... Make, now, now, what I don't know is if you know, and it's I hate that it's always about money, but I guarantee you she's probably gonna sue yeah. for some kind of damages or maltreatment or whatever mental, she might. Hell, it might turn into her getting a piece anguish. of the franchise. Something. Yeah, man, I don't know. So let's, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. We'll try to keep our eye on it. And before we leave the Flash, I know the Flash, like we said a long time ago, we changed it from five because it could either be five topics or shit. It could be now twenty minutes, but. Another person died in the DR. What? That's 10. Oh. 10 individuals now. Yeah. Yo. 10 you, individuals in the last month and a half, two through months. If five was not enough, you're, you're six, it's seven, getting... eight, nine, ten. If you're potentially 11, you're taking your life in your own hands at this point because it's not like they're even saying hey. how these people are dying. If they've even got a clue about why yes. these things are happening. And there's still people going. There's still people going. So really, so what I've heard is, like I kind of mentioned last week, it's just the alcohol. They, they, they think that there's yeah. a bootlegging ring right. that's happening over there, and the alcohol isn't regulated. Therefore, people are just drinking it at will and risking things. Now, even though it's yeah. bottled and sealed, 
it still hasn't went through the proper wickets. Yeah. So, I mean, hell, I can make some moonshine, and put it in a bottle and yeah. twist the cap and seal it. And boom, there it is. But you might get, you know, <laughs> lead. True, true. And <laughs> the shit, who knows, man. So, um, prayers to all the families that are affected Stop by this. But traveling. this shit is getting crazy. Bad PR Stop for traveling. the DR. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, news, man. News. Let's jump into the news, OJ. news, man. Who we got first? OJ. Nah, what, what this fool talking about? I'm, I'm not, after his ex-wife was murdered, we know who did it. He got <sighs> off, but we know. Anyway, it has been 25. Has it been 25? It says it's about 25 23, years roughly. after. It's nine, is that 94 or 96? Somewhere. Is that 94? All right, man. I thought it was 96. I'm just, I'm just looking at it right here, bro. I'm looking at it. It might be 94. So, it might have been 94. Okay, fuck it. It don't matter. He announced 20-something <laughs> years. Twitter, I've got a little getting even to do. Uh -oh. so God bless and take care. And one of the first uh, exchanges on Twitter, uh, I have no idea what the guy <laughs> said to him. All right. He says, some guy posted something. I can't read the whole message. Dude, there are others that lit or something convinced me. I don't know what he said. Can't even make it out. And OJ's reply was a series of knives, emojis. You next. And then it's... It, <laughs> okay, so often I laugh, and I'm not laughing at the seriousness of this. I'm laughing at the stupidity that Continue. OJ continuously... Continuously. Continuously shows, I mean... Think about how he went to jail the second time when yeah. he actually caught the real time. His own um, shit. For stealing his he stuff stole back. He his own shit and went to yeah, jail for it. I, I, I don't Come know, on, man. OJ. You better. So now, I mean, he been on Twitter. He been yeah. on Twitter for 15 minutes. He already hitting him with the, the knife emoji. Sheesh, somebody yeah. take his phone. That's one of our little sayings in our other group. When somebody says something crazy, it, it gets ridiculous. We say, somebody take his phone. Pour yeah. water on that shit. Put it yeah. in the microwave. Take his phone. Shout out to to Gary Ferguson and Somebody uh, Jeter and uh, Yay. <laughs> they always say shit like that. that take his, take phone. his phone. <laughs> I mean, come on. You think about it. Does OJ have really? a friend? Uh, think about uh, it. A network of buddies that's like, yo, dog. You might want to put your phone down. What are you talking about? Why Bro, are you like, exchanging messages with some random stranger just talking shit? And you talking about knife emojis? Come on. Well, let's okay. Let's put this in perspective. This is OJ. You really think we hanging out with OJ like that? Like we got to be in the public. Mm. We got to be a like make sure it's a lot of witnesses around, and then yeah. OJ got to go yeah. home alone. I ain't yeah, coming no. to OJ house to nah. kick nothing. We I not, ain't even playing golf nah. with that fool. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not at all. All right, man. So that's the news. News one. We are headed to Where the we ticker. headed to now. Ticker. So so for oh. what I want to say, at oh, least man, over the up. last two years during basketball season, we've regularly heard from LeVar Ball via ESPN, his his favorite platform, and he has been there probably the most entertaining guest. Well, guess what? No longer. No longer. Right, so everything leading up to him being removed from ESPN after his exchange with Molly Karam Rose, um, he would always talk about how his son, Lonzo, along with his two brothers, if they all got to the Lakers, the Lakers just run rough shot over the NBA. Well, Lonzo got traded for AD, which is another part of the ticker here. 
Um, Anthony Davis is in L.A. He is LeBron's new sidekick uh, in the future. Not official to not July official 6th. to July sixth, uh, but... and that's a whole other story okay. because I'm hearing that that the uh, you know, uh, right? Messed up the money. Nola, Nola is like money, but we'll get to that. We're gonna close this shit out on the sixth, so you cannot maximize the money. So anyway, so anyway, that's a whole uh, other yeah. story. But yeah, he says that the Lakers are not gonna win because his son is no longer on the Lakers. Guaranteed it. Guaranteed, Guaranteed never it. another Guaranteed. championship ever. Which yeah. is already well, a joke in itself. But the more serious matter is, you know, he said a, something inappropriate to Molly. Now they will no longer have him on. Now that that wasn't his only outlet because yeah. he's been on Skip and Shannon over on Fox. He was well. I mean, if, if it's ESPN related, he's been on the herd yeah. too. So he's out of there now. Um, so really, yeah, I guess he'll just be trying to get you know San, Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope he don't say anything crazy to but Jenny. He's already over been there, on. He'll be out he of there said too. Something kind of suspect to somebody else on Fox, another young lady on Fox, a year or so ago. Oh, I don't know. And, uh, oh, well, they continue to bring it back. They got into an argument. This It's when he said, stay in your lane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He told her, I'll remember that. So so let's just hit this in the hair. Get his quick. ass let's, off let's be any realistic. kind of media For outlets, any... period. Yeah. And and for anybody that's a Lonzo Ball fan or, yeah. or what's the other one, Melo and Jello and all these other it's not that yeah these kids it's not that I, I'm a hater of these kids you know but let's put shit in perspective those three on anybody's team does not shoot them to Mount Rushmore let's chill the fuck out so I mean that's just him being a dad and believing his kids and for that I'll give him that but at the same time he's been saying outlandish yeah. things since the beginning now his feelings are just hurt. There was video that surfaced when he, the moment he found out. Then he made a video shortly after, and he was clearly pissed um, because if you didn't want him to be at the Lakers, because he's been talking about the downfall of the Lakers or whatever. If you didn't want that, you know, you wouldn't have basically said on draft night the only yeah. place he can go is L.A. So yeah. now don't try you to want- backtrack your words and be like, oh yeah, I want my son to get traded. I've been wanting to be to the savior of the Lakers, man. like. Yeah, he ain't boy that, ain't that good, and like I like I said, he was gonna be a backup point guard in a few years. He's on his way to that, and them other boys may not even make it. And again, that's no hate toward them, but he keeps acting like he's about to unveil some craziness. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put Jello and and Melo in the same draft. This is gonna be wild. Like, where's their body done. of work? They have. I done. mean, they they played in a fucking couple old well, warehouses Lithuania, in whatever country that was like that? Lithuania and now they're going to some other country this year they got they, one of them's in the Drew League took, took I don't the, really know the, what the, the fuck the high school on, kid man, out of high school yeah I'm, I'm just done yeah, with the it, LeVar it's run its course yes. that was our very first wow. show yes. it's run its course yeah. so I'm done with that shit all right. All right. What's next in the ticket? Yeah, Let's might as well stay with AD. Right? right into it. Anthony Davis uh, finally got his wish to get out of New Orleans, and uh, he was traded to the Lakers just before, um, probably a week or so before the draft. So he was all the news. He was the big news leading up to to the draft. So you know now that the draft is done, we're going into free agency period, and we don't know how much money the Lakers have, whether they can sign another big name contract. <laughs> Or whether they can. But I read a report yesterday saying that New Orleans is actually pushing to get this deal finished so the Lakers don't make it past. Uh, they don't make it to the start of free agency. Um, 
with enough money to sign another top tier player. It seems yeah. like they're trying to hit him where it hurts. Maybe it just stems back from that CP3 trade. But I mean, don't give him credit when credit's due. Dave Gris- Griffin was like, "Look, I'm going to maximize these opportunity." That man, you know, receives yeah. what three players? Got three players, and he got three. Uh, first round draft picks to include the number four this year, which he then flipped into about six other picks by making other trades. So when you look at it, the layout, the Lakers literally received Anthony Davis. (laughs) And then the damn New Orleans Pelicans already had number one slotted, so they get Zion plus three other players in this draft, plus they protected picks, but they get like yeah. three first round picks for the next I mean, three they're, seasons they're like a protected. lot came out of this yeah, and they cleared the books yeah. they cleared the books yeah. too oh man they got rid of some dead money solomon hills out of there that they made a trade with atlanta like they they really yeah. are revamping that roster and now they're they're uber young and who knows what they can be man so and now everybody's shooting the lakers to the top regardless of what we what what's to be seen what they're going to do because of the injuries with golden state yeah. and they just feel like ad and lebron they don't have a team around strong them i don't they know if they're the team. best team again yeah. yeah i don't know if they're the best team but they're definitely in the playoffs barring any injuries oh, yeah. and, and i and i put them in a one through four slot there's even though golden state will probably golden state will probably end up you know four or five no no kd no clay yeah. for however long Steph ain't gonna run that show all by itself, okay? So let's let's be realistic there. But at the same time, you know, a Portland Denver. now is maybe number one. Yeah. Um, yeah. A Denver, a OKC, um, like those teams are still right now uh, on July yeah. on June twenty first. We don't put know together better. What's gonna um, happen? Free agency period. Clippers have enough money for two max slots, and they made the playoffs last yeah. season with so, well this past season with nothing. They made the playoffs, and they took yeah, Golden State true. to six games. You know, yeah, that's true, man. Um, so real quick, because we gotta get off this ticker and get into the real stuff. Let me just give two thumbs down to my Pacers <laughs> yesterday as I'm rocking the hat. We were super excited on the possibilities. We needed yeah. guards. We needed you know positional players that can create their own shot. We got none of that. Now again, I'm not gonna crush this guy. Goba or Boba or whatever the fuck the dude's name is. He's from Georgia or Romania or got some a, shit like that. He reminds center. me of Rick yeah. Smiths back in the 80s and 90s. Um, he can stretch a little bit. He can shoot a little bit. He loves the game. Um, so that's all I can say. And then the other kid we got, I don't even know who the fuck that was. So I wanted Carson Edwards in the second round. We had an opportunity right. to get him because we made a trade, but then we didn't even do that shit. So whatever i don't know uh our, our boy uh, kevin pritchard has been doing dumb shit for a very long time it seems like he's doing more dumb shit i don't know the management and the pacers over the last 10 years well, has been doing goofball shit this seemed like another draft that we missed on but who knows i don't know so i still gonna rock the blue and gold but i was not thumbs fucking look, I, down i feel good <laughs> about the Bulls pick, kobe white uh but we have I know I don't we, like yeah, him, we ain't even gonna but... go there. We ain't gonna go there. <laughs> you Duke loving ass, but and you Carolina hating ass. But Gar Foreman and John Paxson have done extremely dumb shit during their tenure as the president and the GM of the Bulls. First of all, it pissed me off that they 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 just they put nothing around uh Derrick Rose and just ran him into the ground. And and yeah. they traded away Jimmy. They they they, I won't say they nothing. traded away Jimmy Buck. The... They the were. Bulls were good, man. 
The yeah. Bulls were good. Boozer, Gibson. Did nothing. Then they had Butler. I mean, even viable. Yeah. Shit oh, runs. Ran shit course, runs. And they made sure ran his course a little bit faster. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So they saying Derek might return. Now I like Zach Levine. Zach Levine is a solid piece, but yeah. he's got to have help around him because um, he got some maturity to do. But uh, gotta say real quick. Uh, to my Duke guys, um, Zion number one. I'm glad that he carried himself the right way. He didn't seem like he was pouting. He actually shed real tears. He was actually happy to be the number one. So I hope he's good for New Orleans. Um, same thing with RJ going to New York. Real humble. What I really seen in this, yeah. I want to shout this out since we're talking about lots Father's Day. Fathers. Um, this this draft yeah. showed a lots of de- lots of fathers or or young boys who have lost their father who gave them a lot of credit for what yeah. they were in their lives. Um, so that and, was beautiful and, and, to see, let's man. clarify, beautiful to see. Losing, um, losing their father. All right, losing their father to medical situations. All right, not not my dad was right, in jail. Right, Okay, Let, let's, let's, let's just yeah, clear yeah, yeah. up that True. stereotype right now. All right, so anybody right. that's listening, yeah. oh, he lost his dad, where's his dad in jail? No, no, it wasn't like that, you know? Yeah. So shout out, shout out to the dads that's putting in that time and work. I'm not gonna pat my own back, but me and Ace putting a lot of time and work. And it's not to maybe one day be on that stage. That would be an amazing what you know, gift from God. To do. But it's just to say, yeah, that that you're a part yeah. of His life and you're helping them um, become good is something that they generally want to to care about and want to put the work in. So shout out to those fathers, man. Okay, so nope, that's the ticker. That's we ain't got ticker. Enough, ticker. Um, so. Hard work right, versus cool. opportunities. Oh, you yeah, know, man. let me let me get this uh, going. Let me, when when let me you get that going, yeah. When when and you mentioned that to segment. me, um, yeah, the first thing that came, came to mind was how fleeting opportunities are. All right, um, you can commit yourself to whatever endeavor you choose, and your level of work and commitment is solely up to you. Hard work reap the benefits. Hard work will always, you will always reap the benefits. Hard work is under your control. Opportunity may or may not come, but if an opportunity does present itself, you take advantage of it. But if you, in regards to an opportunity, uh, if it does come your way, that's going to require you maintain that relationship that led that opportunity to you. Uh, and it's going to require some hard work, but people get the, the two things confused, you know, oh, you got ahead because you, you got this opportunity, you know? Yeah. So, so for me, you know, this kind of started with, uh, you know, a conversation at work where we are talking about, you know, what can we do to make society better? And just understanding how yeah. society looks at this. People just say flat out, you know, you got to work hard. You got to, you got to you know, apply yourself and all this and then anything is possible. Okay. So and that's not always the truth. That. Right. Def- that's not always true. Yeah. You, I, you I can, definitely agree. You can work a dead end but, job, get absolutely nowhere and give it your absolute all. Yeah. Because the problem becomes, you know, and I'm talking about what's really wrong with society. There's a lot of people who got their start because, you know, the effort 
put in by generations yeah. prior to them. So money's already yeah. there had already happened, you know? So therefore, you know, you, you take somebody that's, you now sit in a really good spot, million t- millionaire, a couple times over, but they already had a good start, able to get into the yeah. best schools, able to network and meet people that you would never meet. Then there's the kid that's scratching in the bottom of the, of the hood, trying to make his way out the hood by doing really great, in a shitty school system. And then when the freaking, you know, administrators of schools are looking at this, they're like, oh, well, this kid came from the burbs. This kid comes from the city. His education is already marked down, even though he scratched and clawed. So what I'm saying is not that hard work isn't something we should live by. The hard work isn't everything. You have to seize opportunity. And opportunity has to be presented at some point. And a lot of people who are humble at the core of themselves will say, you know, I worked my ass off, but there was a whole lot of luck in this. Uh, you know, I was at the right I, place. I met this person. I, I, I raised that my person. hand to boom, that, boom, boom. that statement emphatically because uh, you, you, we talk, you know, my upbringing. Yeah. All right. I, I'm the right. anomaly. I, you know, I, I'm not, please believe me. I'm not here trying to toot my own horn. I, I, a lot I, of us I, are I'm the not, anomaly from I'm where not, we come from. For you know, sure. Trying to toot my own horn, but uh, growing up, coming from nothing, last four kids, food stamps, welfare, you know, lights off, no gas, moving, 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 moving constantly. Uh, my opportunity was leaving. My opportunity was the military, and my hard work in that opportunity got me to where I'm at. And a lot of that had to do with me looking at, at even in hindsight, these things turn out to be opportunities that you just kind of exploit to the fullest. Uh, I mean, I going in, I was dead set against going, going back to school. I didn't want to go to school. I got tired of going to school. Eventually I went back and, you know, one degree led to the next and the next and the next. Um, And those opportunities led me to places to where I'm fortunate enough to not have to kill myself in a job and I'm knocking on some wood right now. Uh, so your point is well taken. I did not come. Now my degree is all of my school is pretty much from online. All right. If you rack and stack me against some kid that came from a well-to-do family, you know, somebody that's my age and they got that, that hell, they could just have a, a, a degree from a, a regular institution. I would say like Michigan or, you know, um, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. You rack and stack our, our two resumes against each other, it's going to be obvious that this person came from a, in a from a much right. better situation than I did, you know. And yeah, that doesn't always tell the story. You know, it doesn't tell the story like you you illustrated that kid from the inner city just had to scratch and claw to get to where he was. Um, he's got he had. It's not just working hard; it's working extra. It's looking at at situations and seeing them as opportunities, not just situations. And, you know, as society as a whole, you know, cause my, my, my big point I want to hit home here is in order to change stuff, in order for us to, to get to some, um, some sense of understanding both sides of the fence, you know, if you come from money, if you have had those opportunities coming your way, you need to be humble and respect the fact that you did have it differently. The only way you can come to the table and get to somewhere is when you reasonably have understanding about the situation. If I'm just going to only talk about my side and you're only going to then, you know, find reasons to shoot holes into my side, we'll never get anywhere. So honestly, you know, hard work 
for somebody that's got money and hard work for somebody that came from nothing is not the (laughs) same. Two vastly different things. If you study and go to class and get A's, sure, you put in some work. You damn sure put in some work. And I'm not going to sit here and say you didn't. But if you studied your ass off, you had to work a job. You had to fucking, you know, commute. There's stories out there where people had to take three, four, five buses to get to the end product because there's no transportation you know of their own these type of things we have to look at and then you have to think about the system that you're in schools are not created equally the only thing that's equal in the school is that they have a front door and they have a bell that starts the day and ends the day but we already know money is funneled completely different so until people truly understand once you see that i went to ips which is indianapolis public schools that's where i started my career or my education, and then other kids were going to the county schools that were rated better. Once I got to a county school, because they started a new program at that time, the math science uh, magnet, they didn't even want to give me credits for shit that I already took in the inner city because it's like there's no way you had biology and chemistry in the same semester, and then you're ready for physics as a as a sophomore. Like that don't even make sense. I was like, well, I tested into a STEM program, and that's what we had. And I was like, my freshman year, I took algebra one, two in the same semester, yeah. then algebra three, four. So I was ready for the next. They was like, no, 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 that's that's not real. Excuse me. So already they were demeaning my education. As I was coming into this class, I was like, I'm not about right. to take something yeah. I've already taken. That's dumb. But again, that's how people look at things because like, there's no way that inner city school was doing that for you. We don't even do that here. Right. So those things like that, that I actually have personal, you know, memories and personal experience with, I know is happening still. So we have to we can't just sit here and say, oh, well, people who ain't made it in life, people who don't have things they want. That's just because they ain't apply this if they ain't work. They they ain't work hard enough. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Let's not do that. You know, if you was able to go to college because your parents could afford it, not afford it, like going to to work and paying flat the tuition. Out. I mean, yeah. like flat here, out, like here, what's the tuition the this year? Yeah, here's uh, the money. Forty five thousand. Boom! Here's, I wrote a check. Your shit's covered. And, All right. And if, if, <laughs> yeah, if you you're are, not the same, you are you're not in the same class. That you're getting A's and B's, and you got that 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 part time job on the on the back end, and you're taking care of some of your siblings because you come from a one parent home or a situation like that, or even that one parent isn't as involved as they may be. If you're coming from situations like that, you are working next level hard to get ahead, you know, and that, yeah. And that still needs needs an opportunity. All right. Most of us don't come from money. Most of us have to look at, at, at different situations to figure out how we're going to get out of the South side of Chicago. You know, how are we going to get out of, um, you know, Indianapolis. How are we going to do these things? How are we going to get out of, you know, Milwaukee? Some of the, the some of the worst situations that we can even we can think of. Uh, and you look at different ways to escape. You know, college was not on my radar. I knew there's no way. No, and please, there was no way that my family could afford it. You know, the goal in most inner cities is to finish high school, get a job at the post office, and live your life. Yeah. And we've talked about yeah. that. I mean, it's 100. Back in the day, it used to be, if you got put on at one of these, uh, yeah. you know, Chrysler, GM, Ford, like, that was a good job. But then once those companies started downsizing, you know, people, you know, black men, let's just, shit, we black men, let's just be honest. 
uncles, fathers, grandfathers, you know, they were just turning yeah. over the generation in the company, union workers, laborers, yeah. you know, forever, blue collar guys forever. You know, I got plenty of cousins, you know, I look at them like uncles cause they're older, but did 30, 35 years at a plant, you know, whatever. And that was looked at as a good job. Cause you come out the gate, maybe, maybe making 15, 16 bucks. But by the time yeah. you get to their status, I mean, some of them yeah. making 34, $35 an hour, but that's 35, that 40 labor. years of hard, that is hard. labor. And, and, and we're <laughs> labor. not talking, this is not yeah. hard work versus opportunity. This is, you know, you're looking at, at, at what our, the normal path is for, for a kid that's coming from nothing, you know, you're going to have to work yeah. hard to even get through the point where you can graduate from high school, given every, all of the pitfalls, all of the, the roadblocks, the obstacles that are in your way. Um, you know, mm-hmm. your home life is limited. The resources that you have at home is limited. You may not even have, have enough food to eat to main. Yeah. Yeah. Computer. You don't, you have, don't have, you don't have basic things that, that are, are necessary. In these homes, days. you know, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want people, you know, the whole point of this segment was just, like, it's just a blanket statement. Hard work will get you whatever you want. You hear it all the yeah. time. You hear it at retirements. You hear it at, you know, I just got drafted, whatever. But there's a lot of opportunity that came with and And people can kind of point to that. And, I'm you know, me, I'm going I'm to always push the limit, yeah. you know, <laughs> test the waters. Because a lot of this came up in that same conversation. They was like, you know what I mean? But, but look at the kids that are getting drafted to the NFL and, and NBA. We know that they're predominantly yeah. black. Right. But let's if you show me that you know how to shoot a basketball or catch a football, you don't think that now there's going to be opportunity because guess what? The the coach that wants them, someone they're going to make sure they get bidding, them because they're trying to win from that talent. OK, absolutely. So then the opportunities are given but, to them, even though they come from broken homes, even though they come from the slums, they have it a little bit different because they show they had a talent. And no, some that, of these that, dudes are raw. It ain't even got hard work. It's just pure it's still, genetic that's, that's, that's talent. Less than and we see that all though. the time. You know, and, and it goes back to that, yeah, that, that trope that we always hear um, as as black men. You know, I Will and I went to um, a BMW dealership just to look around. We walk in, man. You know, I'm, I'm 6'2", 245, and Will is what, 6'3", six, six, three, six, three, 200. Maybe. You know, he works out, I work out. And yeah, the first thing was... You guys must be athletes. Yeah, I remember, come on yeah. now, for real. Just already class, yeah, already already Instant. stereotyped. Um, <laughs> but that, I mean, that's yeah. disturbing mm-hmm. to me because that's the that's the first trope. That's usually the first thing that's supplied to us as as people of color. You know, you're either an athlete or an entertainer, and I, I would love to. I want to live that down. So now I go into places. No, I'm not an athlete. I'm a nuclear physicist. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit it yeah. with bullshit. I yeah, work for just, NASA. Just something, something yeah, to, to, just to you. dispel that. You know, I'm with you. It's disturbing when I hear that because it just says that, you know, we recognize that you don't have any opportunities, and your way to get ahead was your physical prowess. Motherfucker, I got a brain. I yep. have a brain. Yes, that's true. So you know, to end this segment, we'll just put it to you like this: to come to the table and to to help. You know, society, you know, get to a point where we can talk about, you know, the difference between certain cultures, the difference between classes when it comes to, you know, financials, 
you can't just come to the table and just say if everybody works hard, yeah. everybody's gonna make it. We know that's not true. Everybody didn't have the same upbringing. Everybody doesn't have the same, you know, opportunities in life. But until we understand that and we're willing to admit that, like I think it's, I think it hurts people's pride a little bit, even though they're in the the gaining seat to hear them have to admit because to something they know it, to be true. Yeah. Like. Like yeah, yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, I, I did have a little extra help. But 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 no 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 no. But 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 the truth is, you can look at one person and say you and I are not the same. You and I, though maybe the same age, did not have the same path. And if you can admit that and you mean it from your heart, then the conversation can, be a far can happen better, and people can far start better helping each other. Far better. And and when that truth comes this out, very true. Uh, very true. It it reveals to them that. Shit, I had it easy. I really did not have to work and hard. I, matter of fact, that's what I want to bring to Ask the Doctor next week. We had to write that down. How can we help education between yeah. the two classes? Because yeah. I got a lot to say about that. I'm gonna um, talk that okay, that's the right, that is the Ask the Doctor. Uh, yeah, how can we how can we improve education between the classes? Because you know you got low class, you got you need the wealthy. And you know the wealthy are getting better educations because of the school system, the district, the teaching, yeah. the, the resources versus what's in the inner city. But let's talk about that on cool. next week's As a Doctor. All right, P, so it's time for the second <laughs> installment of News News. Selfies to die for. for. You dropped this one on me. This is a nice little nugget. Um, I, I'm a, so I'm going to run with Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl, the, the TV, TV show. show. Now, which is premised on the disaster that happened, the nuclear disaster that happened in Russia um, some some years ago. Okay. 86. And this 86. town to this day is still uninhabitable. Yeah. Super dangerous. Yeah. Levels of radiation yeah. that will be now, there for millions you of years. you and I both work in occupational health, and we, we know uh, yes. what hazards they are, what, what long-term effects can happen from exposures to, to radiation, mm-hmm. um, from... You know, some of your stuff not working to deform babies, you know, it, it can pretty much cook your insides, depending on, on the, the levels of yes. exposure that you uh, you're around. So uh, anybody who knows anything that's uh, radioactive has a half life. And that could be an yes. ex- obviously with Chernobyl happening in 86 and here we are in 2019. It's still uh, a dangerous place to be. But. We now have people going there. Teenagers. I mean, it's it's these social media, um, what do you call it? Influencers, Influencers that are going to take yeah. selfies and pictures to post on their, their social media sites that they've been to Chernobyl. So here's the thing. I entitled this section of News News, Selfies to Die For. Um, but I want to I want to clarify because, like you said, you know, half life just means that it's going to get to a point where it's half of the actual activity that it is when it initially you know enters the atmosphere. Now, problem becomes there's a lot of factors and there's a lot of variables. Yeah, uh, age, you know, different things with everybody's individual makeup. It affects people differently. the The point of this is going back to our season one, living for likes. People. Yeah will do anything just yeah. to say they did something. Now, 
there's a lot of places in the Chernobyl world to travel. Not to just say I've been there, but yeah, just to, you know, just to go there and be like, wow, this is a marvel of the world. It's not a marvel. Well, Chernobyl's not a marvel of the world. It's at one it point is, it was the most it dangerous is, it is part of the human, world. It still it, may be to me the example of human ignorance. Yeah, like that we would go to the limit um, just to be like, boom, I'm here. So this is in the Ukraine. Uh, I think it's I think it's pronounced Papayat. Papayat, Ukraine is actually where Chernobyl yeah. was, the nuclear uh, power plant. But these individuals are going there. Now, again, there's nobody that's regulating these areas no more. There's nobody nope. that's policing and gates and shit. So, yeah, you can drive. I don't know how big the radius is that they say, you know, yeah. Don't come here, but as you get closer and closer and closer to the actual power plant, you know, where yeah. the actual core was, the limits are a lot yeah. higher or the, you know, the, the radiation you can um, go from detection equipment would, would read a lot higher. Perimeter of, as you get closer in, you go you in alpha particle, beta particles, all the way to gamma, the closer you get to this stuff. And it's just tearing you up the whole way. Yeah. Now yeah. it's all about dose. So time. again, you know, yeah. time time in that area would would vary and would change what can happen. But the point that you would just <laughs> risk this just to get likes or following is yeah. absolutely absurd to me. And that's what we we live in a culture where people are so wanting popularity in any means and by any means necessary that they will yeah. do things like this expose themselves to danger or, or or whatever it may be do something crazy just to get likes or get you know shout outs or whatever it might be so people let's be wise let's use our brains let's stop living for likes man i mean we all want to be you know glorified it's just a, a human uh trait of ours we all like that pat on the back or feel like we have a spot our 15 minutes but let that be for something positive. Let that be because it's actually got a, a point behind it. That not because you're one of the few people that's been yeah. to Chernobyl after the, the and, incident. And you find like, out what you the find fuck out is that five to, years to from say. Now, oh shit! <laughs> I can't have kids. I want to have kids. And yeah. my selfie at Chernobyl led to this. Have you been exposed to <laughs> yeah. high levels yeah. of gamma radiation? I mean, like I don't remember. Like you're no oh, longer yeah, producing. Well, the necessary home hormones to have children. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and again, and, and the TV show, it it, it kind of Hollywood's the effect. There's some craziness in there, some wild shit that that people see. And if you don't know a lot about radiation, hell, I'm in the field. Yeah. And I don't I don't know everything, but I know enough. Um, you know some of the some of the I things this. the show are inaccurate. It's dangerous, but at the same time, the, yeah. It's definitely dangerous because it's real and it's true. So let's not test that if we don't have to. Okay. Please stop, stop looking for likes. All right, man. Time to get into our favorite part yeah. of the show when we actually break down a topic that we've discussed dialogue. all week and we decided to do. Thought provoking dialogue, TPD yeah. tonight. And let me say so I don't think now this, this is not new. First off, these cards have been around forever, but I don't think I've actually seen them. Now, through questions and comments that were posted on my personal IG page, I found out okay. that they've been around for a long time and people have been buying these cards forever. So with Father's Day just passing, you know, a card surface that was made by Mahogany, um, which is a branch of Hallmark that basically said, um, happy Father's Day. 
or happy mother. What did it say? Happy Father's Day to my mother. Let me see. Get the damn I, card I, up, Pete. Look at me. Quick. I can't even remember. I hate when I can't quote shit. See, I be thinking all day, and then I get crazy. I got it somewhere. If you if you beat me to it, I'm working my way there. You got it. Uh, here we go. For you, mom, on Father's Day. There you go. For yeah. you, mom, on Father's Day. So, again, cars like this yeah. apparently been around for a long time. I've never seen it personally. So, what it did for me is open my eyes, and, and I just kind of, and this is not about just gender bashing, because we know, let's just start this off. There's definitely moms out there that are not doing their part. They have left their children. Um, they've abandoned their children, whatever. So this is not just to, to bash and be like, oh, but there's moms that do yeah. this too. We know, statistics will show, there are far more men that are not in right. a home than mothers not in a home. So we're not even there. But the problem becomes, and I hate to say this so, <laughs> just so aggressively, you can be the strongest woman, you can be the greatest mother. But you are not a man at the end of the day. So I'm not trying to take away this small little card as, as, as that means everything. But it's impossible for you to have the traits of a male to then be able to give that to a child, yeah. whether it's male or female. You don't have the fatherly trait. Now, you can have great men in your life, whether it's your dad, your grandfather, whoever that you've learned from. And therefore, you try to instill yeah. that into your children. I get that, but it's, it's, it's physically impossible for me to say I can provide what a woman can provide for my children because right. I, I, I'm not a woman. I don't know my nurturing skills on their greatest day are not the same as a mother who's actually delivered the child and grown with the child and been able to, you know, connect yeah. with the child on a whole different level. I believe in that. So that's just not whisk away what a man is doing right by his child is actually providing because a great father though in your situation you may not have that for your child it's still something that that child will always yeah. lack regardless of how great mom was regardless how strong she is she can she's not a man she doesn't know how to to help that boy become a complete man right. unless there's a role model in his life maybe it is grandpa maybe you do you know meet someone in the future and then therefore he can build that bomb yeah. with the stepdad whatever but there's right. two genders for a reason and i think in our society this goes in marcus's book it becomes toxic because we'd be like well dad wasn't there and that's all good yeah. you know my kids still came out great i'm not saying they didn't come out great yeah. but they're lacking something i, I mean you you can buy cars <laughs> that are missing parts I, and they uh, still run my father was was absentee at best. All right. And we've discussed this before. Uh, you know, I got two siblings. All three of us have different mothers. He was that proverbial, you know, baby daddy. Um, he passed away when when, you know, I, you. I was seven or eight years old. So, you know, I didn't have much of a relationship with him. Um, so my formative years, when I would say that I needed to know what it was like I needed that male example. I needed that 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 guiding hand from a male. I did not have that. Now, being raised by my mother, and I'll use that loosely, being raised, um, if nothing else, you know, I I I'm probably more in tune with with my emotions than than um, 
I would have been if I was raised solely by my father. Everything it requires balance in life, okay? And that's why, like you just said, you have yes. a, you have Key a mother, word. you have a father. And unfortunately, a lot of situations are, you know, we realize a lot of situations where a parent is is not there. And as you stated, more often than not, the father's the one that's missing in the home. Um, and and Absolutely. this is not to say that a mother is not capable of providing some insight to her sons um, what it's like to what what a man is required to do for a family to raise kids to to be a good man towards um, the women in his lives. That's that's fine, and, and I, I can say that you know most women can provide uh, great information in regards to that. But you, in my opinion, we learn better from examples. You know. Yes, and yeah. that, and that's and that's key. And 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 there are some universal responsibilities that both men and women yeah. are going to bring. You know, teaching respect, showing no you know the things like you said, how to treat humans as as individuals and this is not just some generic stuff like oh well you know a dad is there to teach a kid how to like use a wrench or use a hammer i'm not not talking about no bullshit bullshit like like that that. the example becomes because i had a single mom and i'm not talking about me but i'm just saying you know generally speaking because i had a single mom i didn't see the other side of how a man is going to treat a woman how he is supposed to protect and provide and how that, he carries himself, how he leads a household. That's where that I didn't see that. That's what that, from what that's I relate where that to. Balance comes in. Yeah, a woman can deliver that message, but you still don't have that visual. You don't have Absolutely. that visual example. This right you there don't to have teach the you how to be right. a, a provider, how to be a protector. Right. You know, women are nurturers by nature. All right, they are compassionate. Yeah. They love unconditionally. They 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 provide that yes. balance that a man doesn't have. All right, we're not instantly compassionate. We are instantly aggressive. We are instantly protective, no. protective yeah. from from you have to from grow a, out of that a, a an aggressive physical perspective. Women are protective from an emotional and and nurturing perspective, and that's where that balance comes in. Yep. All right, a woman should. Yep. I, I won't say that she shouldn't be instantly aggressive. I would hope that she's not instantly aggressive. I would hope that she she teaches her kids how to be nurturers, uh, how to be compassionate. Yep. And uh, yeah, a, a young man, a boy needs to know how to be compassionate, but he also know he needs to know when he needs to be aggressive and assertive through that example. Through that example, like you said, and this is, yeah. this is no time for people to forget the basic foundations yeah. of learning how people learn, you know, visual learners, verbal learn. This is no, this is no time to omit yeah. anything but verbal. Yeah. Cause that's bullshit. Because again, like you said, the strongest mom, she can have yeah. tendencies of a man. She could show, you know, a boy how to do certain things. But at the end of the day, there's something about the gender. It's just like great dads out there. I, I come in Gandhi. Gandhi has three daughters and he does an amazing job as yeah, does. their father. Right. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Gandhi is still a man. So there's balance in his daughter's lives. Their mother is present. So they're learning from both sides. However, you know, I mean, we understand if you if you're really, truly humble and you and you really break this down to his root, unless you're just selfish and mad or pissed off that the situation that we're talking about is affecting you or you're in it. 
you're never going to see yeah. why this is important. And you're going to maybe take this personal. And it's not meant to be personal. It's just meant to be factual. You right. didn't have the kid by yourself. There's no immaculate conception. That only happened in the Bible. <laughs> so ultimately, if it took two people to it make a baby, to how can one. you then say yeah. to raise one? Now, again, we have to, we are, we're dealt the cards that we're dealt in life. Very and true. therefore, you do what you, what you have to do. And and for that, you just understand, I did the very freaking best I could by my child. And in life, sometimes, like we just spoke earlier, everyone doesn't have the same shake. They don't come out with the same opportunities. They don't have the very same upbringing. But that doesn't make them See? less of a person. But at the same time, you shouldn't take so much, you, sh- you shouldn't take so much negative, like, like impact toward the statement as if you know somebody's trying to critique or, you or questioning or questioning your, even... your your parenting skills. Yeah. Now here's 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 the because it has nothing to do with it that I can give. All right, I can't walk a day in a woman's shoes. All right, obviously anybody Never. can see me. I can't. Do I look like a woman? No, I am so far at the other end of the spectrum. So, right. um, during my daughter's most formative years, her teenage years. My wife was deployed a lot. Okay, so I'm dealing with my daughter when it was that time, her first time of the month, and you know, buying you know panties and bras and all of this stuff. I don't know anything about this stuff. Nothing. Okay, mm-hmm. and my failing as a father, I still say, is this: I looked at things from a male perspective when she was trying to figure herself out as she's changing physically and emotionally. I'm not in tune to that stuff. So I don't know what she's dealing with when her body's changing, when boys are interested in her and she's interested in boys. Now, I could have the conversation, hey, boys, look for this, 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 and this. I have no mm-hmm. knowledge whatsoever what she's feeling physically, what she's feeling emotionally. So mm-hmm. I feel what back. she's yeah, going I through. I feel back on so... her. Hey, do what the fuck I say. You know, I didn't listen to her. Right. If her mom was here to have those conversations with her at that time, she would have had the balance. Hey, this is what a boy's look. This is what boys are do. This is what boy. I, I've done this. This is what we do. And her mom can balance her out. Right. Look, you're feeling this way because of this. You're feeling this way because of that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's it's where true. the balance comes in. All right. So there was some facets, some parts in my, my daughter's life that she didn't have that balance at the time that she needed it. Her mom was there. Her mom was present as best she could be in spite of, you know, deployments and work, et cetera. Parents are going to miss some things. But when one parent is gone from that whole dynamic, the set's incomplete. I'm not saying that that women that are raising these sons, that you're doing a shitty job. I'm not saying that. I applaud you for what you do every single day to make those. Yeah. Or daughters. To, 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 especially those young boys. If you are raising these boys, you are raising them to be strong young men. I get it. But let's all yes. acknowledge the fact that there's something missing when that father, if that male uh, role model is not in their lives. You just, you just yeah. got to come to grips with it. That's the truth, man. Regardless of how you feel, because it's no knock on your character. It's no yeah. knock on who your child is going to become. More but to your child, character. Yeah. But your child, at that point, you do have to realize, you know what? They did not have the the, the fortunate upbringing right. of having both parents. And that's yeah. more than just a statement. You know, like, now, again, if there's a shitty individual, one of the parents, you choose, male, female, who cares, 
then again, though they had both, they still are at, you know, say a disadvantage because yeah. one of them was shitty. So this requires you to understand the, the whole, you know, gravity of the situation. So for me, when you just go back to the simplistic idea of having a card that says happy, you know, or thank you or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the shit said. <laughs> Why can't I remember? You, yeah, Happy Father's Day, um, or whatever the fuck it said. I'm sorry that something as simplistic as that I can't remember. But the point is, the card itself is simplistic. So that's not, though it is somewhat disrespectful. Okay. I can understand the card is just there to make right. money. They they wouldn't do this. It wouldn't even make it through those wickets if the company didn't think they could sell, um, you know, cars and appeal to a certain group yeah. of people, which they obviously can't. They, they found a but niche beyond market. that, they found let's a talk niche about the nigga, they just yeah. Let, let's talk about the real yeah. the real situation is in our society. We can easily just whisk away the fact that you know one or the other parent is not there. Therefore, I'm doing it all, and I want to be acknowledged that I'm doing it all, which you deserve. But at the same time, you have to be fair in that in that thought process that, hey, it's not going to make your kids life, you know, yeah. hopefully it doesn't make it worse or anything like that. But you just got to be realistic that I yeah. gave them all I could. They, they probably I gave got them the best I could of the picture. All right. You can. And that's you the can, point, because you can it live takes examples. your truth and you can talk about your view, your thoughts yes. and your feelings of another truth. As a woman, yep. yeah. Mom can go out and throw a football, yeah. shoot a basketball. Yeah. We get that. But mom, <laughs> mom, it's going to be really tough for you to to look that boy in his eye when he's going through a real life yeah. man problem. You know what I mean? Like how, for instance, and not to get too carried away because we're getting closer to the end, but how a black man is viewed in society. How a black man has been, you know, demeaned well before my days, yeah. well before my father's days. For years and years and years, and now I'm inheriting that. It's hard for you, mom, to understand the pressures that are put on him. So having the example of a father to break down real life stories and tell you how to carry yourself, and you feel that from him, you feel that compassion and love from that male, and he's your your guide. You know what I'm saying? Because if I want to have a successful home one day, if I want to be a great provider and be there for my family, like you said, I yeah. should have seen that. I can learn and I can go through my trials and tribulations, but if I have a really good, you know, blueprint, you don't think that I'll have a better chance at success? Maybe I won't have multiple marriages. You know, maybe, I mean, I still could, but maybe I won't. Maybe I will do yeah. right from the start. I mean, I couldn't, but maybe I will. So let's just not, let's just not exit out like oh, it's not it's, important. You know, like, important. oh, well, dad wasn't there, so fuck it. Yeah. I did what I had yeah. to. You did do what you have to, and we commend you. We absolutely applaud you for doing that. But never think you're a man. Just like I can never think that I'm a woman. Yeah. Period. You just can't. You just can't. You cannot blur those lines and have that be in society like it doesn't matter. Man, that's that's rough. We see these boys last night thanking their mom. Zion thanked their, her, his mom. Yeah. And that's beautiful. She sacrificed for me. That's beautiful. And it ain't even about the game itself. It's the fact that she loved him to the point that she gave up, you know, all of the things she wanted to do in her life for him. That's what she's supposed to do. But at the same time, I don't know much about the stepfather. But if his dad would have been there, that that kid would have been even greater yeah. than what he was. And if you don't believe that, that's that's just sad, man. Because, again, all people ain't created equally. So there are some shitty dads. So if he had two parents and one is shitty, yeah. then you might still be in True. the same boat True. even though you had both. But if both parents are doing their job – 
you can't sit here and tell me that that kid didn't have a full complete upbringing yeah. to see from both sides and they are now able to relate from that so that's just how I feel about that, man. I didn't want to get too crazy, but I just feel like we were having that conversation back and forth. And I don't think that, you know, I think it was being misconstrued that potentially, you know, we were trying to knock no, somebody for no. the job that they've done, which we don't know nothing about. You know, I don't know everybody's relationship with their children, whether it be single parent or dual home. So that's that's never where we're coming from. But for you just to be able to pretend like the other side doesn't even matter because it wasn't around is unfair. Yeah. It's yeah. just unfair. You don't it's, know it's how a, to be a it's man. It's an unfair I'm sorry. situation that, that a mother has to raise her sons. But it's also unfair that Absolutely. Uh, that son has to get half the information. You know, half the information. There, there's, there's, not, like there, there's that, no balance. It's, the balance isn't there. It's uneven. He's getting, he's getting purely true. a woman's perspective on how a man should be. Without the example. Yep. Without the example. Because yeah. she's not the example. Yeah. Because she's not a man. Yeah. And it's just that simple. Yeah. It's just that simple, man. So that's the TPD tonight, man. We're right here at the end. So let me get out of here with my final note. So my final note this week. If you've been paying attention throughout the show for the last few, um, I've really been you know, trying to give shouts out. To everybody around me that's doing great things. So, you know, why not just have a segment where I say, simply put, support your people, man. Support your people. Um, acknowledge them. When they're doing great things, don't sit there and find a way to tear them down. You know, I, I think that we we talked about this before. Man. There's a lot of people who are in the moment. Uh and they'll give you some some encouragement or they'll give you some 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 shout outs or some congratulations. But behind your back, they really might be a little jealous, a little upset that it's not them in the limelight. Um, and those people are the ones that you can't, as they say, you know, I can't I can't trust them as far <laughs> as I can throw them. Right. So, you, yeah, you really can't. Um, but this is not about that. This is simply about. Help others, you know, reach their goals, because I feel if if you if you humbly and honestly do something from your heart it comes back your blessing it, com it is comes back be two to you. times it truly it's comes be two back times to you. yeah you know so so support their support their 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 projects support their businesses um help promote them in any way you can um i mean this is a, this is the world of social media so it's nothing to share something right and that's not just to sit here and try to you know have be a be self-centered and have it be about you or whatever yeah. share it Honestly, share it. Like, if you feel like, hey, I'm going to help this person in the slightest way, I'm going to share it. I'm not right. looking for nothing in return. But, hell, who knows Who knows about the book if they don't know yeah. me, you know, type thing. I look at it in that situation. Like, if I could share this and I got 500 people on my page, yeah. maybe five people that's, buy it. But that's exactly. five people who didn't know yeah. about it because yeah. they don't know Marcus type of thing. So that's how I look at it. It's humble. It's honest. It's it's innocent. I don't expect nothing in return. Um and just because we have a show and we always say listen, like, and share, that's not us trying to be self-centered. I mean, but who knows? This might help somebody through their week. Yeah. I listen to other podcasts, too. I realize we're not the only podcast we in the be. world. And I like to listen <laughs> to startup wanna... podcasts. <laughs> See, I like to listen to startup podcasts. I yeah. mean, the ones that have made it, and that's cool, whatever. They have a giant following, a zillion people likes. But this is where the humble and honesty is when you actually hear people who are doing this as a hobby you know but they're really passionate like that's why i follow you know the who am i podcast uh something about the culture some 
guys out of Indianapolis. Um, I, I listened to what they got to say because, you know, we were there once. Now we're we're almost 50 shows. Next week is, 50, is number 50. Yeah. This shit is crazy to think about. So stand on, stand on point, man. Support your people. If it's buying a T-shirt and you know you can afford it, man, buy the damn T-shirt. If it's buying a book, buy it, a damn book. Be, share share something. Like something. As, hey, man, even if you don't have the money, Shout them out on your your uh, your your social media pages. Talk to your friends. You know, let Shout them let out. let people know that this is a proud moment for you too. You know, anytime that that anybody yeah. that's in my circle accomplishes something, man, I celebrate because I feel like through our friendship, you know, I had an influence right. in that, and vice versa. Uh, you know, any any time anything that I do, anything that I write. Um, anything that I, I try to accomplish in my world, I always like, look, how can I get the, get the fellas involved in this? How can I bring them with me? You know, it's important that, that we support yeah. each other in, in, in ways that, uh, we lift each other. It's, it's so easy. And historically we have always beat each other down. You know, we can beat each other down face to face, or we beat each other down behind each other's backs when we can do better. You know, that negative energy, that negative energy that up. we harbor, that we've harbored in the past, it's it's led to nothing. You know, it's led to That's us true. hating each other, and we see it in so many different ways. But come on, now we can change that dynamic. We can change it. We can we can encourage other, each other. It's so it feels good when you feel good, and you feel good when you share something good. When you say something good, you do something good. You know, that negative energy is draining. So let that negative shit go and support Very your people. So. Support your people, man. So um, that's our show for this week. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Um, as the sun has went down, the light has got brighter. I'm sitting here <laughs> glistening. Remember I told you I ran three and a half miles a day in the hot sun, so right I know there, I got right a whole there, other right shade. I'm over here looking like mile a, run in the a heat. blackberry. Man, you Absolutely bad. So this has been CO and the Doctor. <laughs> no, I'm good on that. This has been CO and the Doctor for uh, episode 20, season two. Until next week, or maybe a few days after next week. Um, oh, we out. Oh, what? real quick. Yeah, couple couple days. You will have your audio. your yeah. audio. I forget to say that. My bad. Audio. Uh, audio will be out stroke. in a few days. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. I do have minor <laughs> stroke. So we appreciate you stopping by. Everybody, stay stay with us. Catch the rewatch. You know how it is, man. So again, the final closeout. See you on the doctor. We out. <laughs>